Hello? Hello, Sife? Hey, what's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. What's up, dude? Here, I'm a big fan. I like the uh, Out West mix. Oh, man, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, to start it off, I just want to say uh, thank you for calling in. Oh, no doubt. And this is going to be shown and recorded, and I'm going to show everyone at Mommy's University, and I'm going to try to get your uh, sketch comedy there. Okay. And uh, tonight you're DJing in a club, right? Yeah. You usually you have your sketch comedy on Friday nights. Tell the listeners a little bit about that. Oh yeah, it's actually uh improv. Mm-hmm. Um so basically on Friday night, eight o'clock, uh, eight thirty, I get like a special artist or guest, like a rapper most most of the time it's a rapper or some kind of person that's in, like involved with hip hop like Advocate the Cruise mm-hmm. and uh Bunch of people, Swiss Beats, Jim Jones, Two Chains. Mm. Uh, they come and tell like a, a real life story. It could be anything. It could be about their rap career or it could be about their family, anything. Just as long as it's real. Mm. And they tell a story and then we like, me and a couple other comedians and improvisers take the story and like pick it apart, use little details and create a whole hour show on the spot. Like all made up on the spot. That sounds dope. You you were you were a DJ for the Chappelle show. Did that influence you to start pursuing comedy more? Is like another passion that gives you a break? Um, yeah, it did. But later on, like at the time I was on Chappelle show, I was like super into music only. Yeah. And Chappelle always used to say I was funny, mm. and I was just like, yeah, whatever. I'm just I'm doing this music thing. I really should have <laughs> paid attention back then because now it's like yeah. 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 If he tells you you're funny, you know. So it's like another passion that gives you it gives you a break from radio and music. Is that what it is? Um, it's just I just it's, it's like I always found I was like um, comedy. I was like being funny, but just DJing was like hip hop was like my number one love. Yeah, and I was involved with it hundred mm. percent. But um, it's just people always would say I'm funny and funny like I just kept hearing it. Yeah, like when I was on the radio and stuff, and I was like, yo, this is a gift. That I'm not using, so I just try to figure out a way to get involved with something funny, and it just spirals into me doing stand up and mm. then me doing improv. It's authentic, too. I could tell that you're funny just by being yourself and not acting any, like anything yeah. like that. You know? Yeah, and the thing about it now, now when I do this show, I tie in all the artists that I've known for years and years. Mm. Like Jim Jones, I've known since like 97, 98 when he used to come into the tunnel. Yeah, you know the tunnel. Saying? Like, I know all these people, like, two chains, I knew when he was Titty Boy back with, uh... Luda? Uh, with Luda and everybody, yeah. so it's like, it's cool now, like, put it all together, comedy and music. Yeah. Uh, we interviewed on the show, Keep It Basement, uh, a few weeks back, Kid Daytona, uh, before he was hosting your comedy imp- uh, improv, actually. Are you helping him out yeah. and managing with him and Jamal? Shout out to Jamal and Daytona, by the way. Yeah, uh, I, I don't do much anymore because, uh... Rappers annoy me, mm. but <laughs> <laughs> um, no, really with Daytona, he's a, he's such a dope artist, but yeah, he he didn't have records that were really good for Hot 97 at the time. Yeah, exactly. And I was really like, I think I was holding him back because I was trying to get him to make like radio records. Okay, and he was making more underground records and it was working for him. Yeah, so I was like, I I don't really want to like slow you up. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Uh, so Jamal does more of the management stuff. Mm. So yeah, that's my boy. 
Peter was Peter was playing him on the uh, mixed on his mixtape Peter Rosenberg obviously and uh, and his show on Sundays. You used to have a show on Saturday that would play like more on like uh, underground hip hop and whatnot, right? Um, yeah, I still have a show on Saturday, but but um. I never really was an underground hip-hop dude on Hot 97. Yeah, but you I definitely are a fan. Was, I used to work at, like, Fat Beats and stuff like that, Walker's Records. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, on Hot 97, I was trying to break artists that I think would, you know, appeal to, like, the bigger audience. Mm. But um, as far as, like, underground and stuff, it's never really been my thing. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, it's hard, like... It's like the time shot that I'm on is like yeah. now especially in the morning, forget it. It's like moms listening. Soccer like, moms. I've always been on like prime time. You know, mm. collectors on at night and then Rosenberg, King Slay, all those guys are on late night. Mm. Where you could break like new music. That was more on the time shots where I had to play like hits. Yeah. Um so it didn't really work. Speaking of your job at Hot 97 right now, would you consider it to be less stressful, about the same, or more stress- stressful than, let's say, an average person's job in a cubicle? I know you're not about that cube life, either am I. No. <laughs> no cube life. Um, no, a job is a job. It yeah. doesn't matter. There's going to be stress no matter what. I work in a corporate office. Like, yeah. Hot 97 is cool, obviously, but, you know, once you leave the studio, I'm in, a, like, a multi-million dollar company, you know? So yeah. There's still but- human resources and... And sales department and engineering, like it's the same as any other job. But the actual job itself and the benefits are way more fun and, yeah. and, and cool. But uh, you know, I'm sure somebody has the same type of job in sports or whatever they love. You know? Yeah. And I was gonna ask uh, DJing in the morning. I could, like I could tell. Is it a challenge due to the politics and all the mainstream music that you have to be played that you, that you play? Yeah. Yeah. It gets a little redundant. You, um, you get into the classics. But it's like, like, you gotta understand about the morning time. Is like most people only listen for like 15 minutes. Yeah. So, you know, somebody that has like a regular job, they might drop their kids off at school and go to work, and they do all of that between 7 and 7.30, you know? Yeah. So they listen every day at 7 or 7.30. So you think we're playing the same records over and over, but they don't feel that way because they're only listening for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, they don't have the app like me on the phone. Huh? You could, you could listen on the app, too, like any time, you know what I'm saying, on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's just the numbers definitely show, like, most people listen, and then once 9 o'clock, 8.30, 9 o'clock, you, you see the numbers just go down, like, people... Yeah. Some people can listen all day long, but most people only listen in the car or getting yeah. ready and stuff. Do you think that hurts radio for the future? Mm. It's, uh, yeah, radio is definitely not exclusive medium like it used to be, but nothing really is. Yeah. You know, some people still, like, I still love listening to the radio, mm-hmm. but I also like listening to stuff on the internet, and I, and I listen to stuff on, um, on, on the TV, you know, like, yeah. all different ways, but radio, like, the way I know I win is definitely with my personality and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I like the personality, definitely. I like the calm effect you have. It makes me feel calm. I'm a, I'm a, like a hyper guy. I got ADD. And listening, <laughs> listening to you or, or watching you, your poise in the interview, you're really calm and laid back, and you, like, let Rosenberg do his thing, but then you come in for the kill, too. Yeah, I'm super laid 
Yeah, you said that before, but you came at uh, was it Sean Prez the DJ stuff? You you and you came at Khaled recently. Yeah, but that's all funny though. Yeah. That Khaled thing was like, that's my point. Like I was just joking. I mean, I was serious, but yeah, I wasn't really angry. I was just just shocking him. The blogs ate that. Yeah, I know. Uh, do you do you like having your boss Ebro on air with you? Does it ever get annoying? Uh, he sound. He seems I mean, annoying. He's a good boss. Like I mean, he's cool. He's one of us. Yeah. He talks like us and dresses like us, but he's still the boss. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, back, I'm talk. Let's talk about the DJ, your DJ life. Back in the day, there was no Pro Tools or laptop. Was it annoying to edit all the songs for radio back in the day? Um. Being there was no like Pro Tools or laptops. Yeah, you know? uh, well, we really didn't edit them. Like if they didn't give us a clean version, like it would be. You know, we didn't have to do it as much. Yeah. Back in the day, it was like an exclusive thing, though, to be a DJ. Like you could hear certain cuts, unfinished songs, and play them at the tunnel without like label, like label yeah. permission. Now with all this technology, it's like the blogs kind of took over, getting the music quicker. Yeah, it's all everybody's now is a DJ with with uh, getting stuff. It's just that the music is so much more available. Yeah. People just download it or whatever. Yeah. It's definitely not the same game. Yeah. Uh, and you did some pretty incredible things, not only on the DJ scene, but also A&R, executive, you know, working with uh, Tommy Boy Rockets, as you said, Neptunes, and even Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. What was that like? Uh, I, I, honestly, like, those were the best times. I really, I really always wanted to make music. Mm -hmm. um, I never really caught, like, a big, big hit myself as an A&R, but I was responsible for a lot of stuff, like Rihanna... I got Rick Ross and Dio, yeah. um, a bunch of other things, but like, I, lo I love it, I love being in the studio, I love making records, running around the studios and contacting different artists, and mm. I would still do it now, just no, it's like not really a job for it anymore like it used to be. Really? But um, yeah, like all the labels now don't, are so, so little now, there's so little employees. Damn. Uh, So you had an ear for the music, you could say. Is that what an A and R is about, or is it? Do you have to know people too? Is it about connections as well? It's, yeah, it's like um, they're like the liaison, they're the go between the streets and the label. Mm. So like, I can speak the corporate language to the label and handle my deadlines and make sure that all the uh, material was turned in. But I can also speak to the artists, speak their language, hang out with them. Yeah, that's cool. You know, what they like, and they know I'm not like a square, just like some suit yeah. at the label, you know, I'm one of them, and plus, I was on the radio, so I was always cool with the artists, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they trust me, like, like well, this guy is a DJ. Yeah. He is 
you know, he is. He does know what plays on the radio, what works. You know. He does break records. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you were a senior vice president for Rockefeller, right? Okay. What's the, what's the story if you don't mind me asking? With Jay Z throwing money at you in the forty forty club? <laughs> uh, we were just we were just J Jay is crazy funny yo. The I heard. thing is that in the in the public eye he doesn't really show it. Mm-hmm. And he's like mad cool and real Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. But he's super funny like in private. Shit took it and ran. <laughs> it was like a manila envelope. Uh, an- another story I heard from uh, the one ep, I, th- I-, I believe this. Uh, did Big Pun really pull a gun on you for not taking a shot at Hennessy he bought? Yeah, no, he pulled a gun. Yeah, he bought me a shot at Hennessy. And um, I was like, no, no, thanks, Trump. I don't drink. And he was like, no, nah, So you had to drink it. All right. What was uh What was the first radio station you interned or worked at, and wh- and what's your relationship with DJ uh, Riz? No, I, I've been a highlight center my whole career, man. I can't, I can't even complain. The only time I left, I never really left, but I went to Shade Forty Five on Sirius Satellite Radio. Yeah. But I was still working at Hot Ninety Seven at the time. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky, man. A lot of people bounce around from different radio stations, mm. and I got to stay at one spot my whole career, but. Long day. He used to work at a uh, college radio station out in Long Island where I live. Uh-huh. And, um, and I went up there to intern. Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess that was the first radio station I worked at. Like, literally answered the phone and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, he, uh, you know, I asked him if I could go to some clubs with him and hang out with him. Learn how to DJ. And he became cool. I used to drive from Long Island, pick him up in Brooklyn because he didn't have a car. And we go to all the clubs and like I learned how to DJ from him and she's the That's cool. I think the earliest DJ ever. Yeah. And uh, he was down with Flex and introduced me to Flex and his manager Jessica and from there I just got to get to open up for Flex and all this stuff. That's awesome. He's a big Raider fan too. Shout out to him, Riz. Yeah, Riz you're a Raider fan? Yeah, I'm a Raider fan, unfortunately. Yeah, Riz is uh yeah, Riz is crazy. He has a tattoo on his calf. Yeah, I know. I seen him DJ at the Avenue, I think, a while ago, uh, uh, down in Long Branch, and he was really good. He's he played, like a computer. He's he, like a machine. He played a lot of hip hop. I like that. You know, a lot of them they play house. Yeah. What? What? what who do you like in football? Me? Nah, I'm not really into sports. Yeah. Um. How was working? Uh, how was working at uh, Fat Beats? Is there any chance of getting that Most Def record? That was the number one seller. Which Most Def record? That one you were playing in the video. It was really, really awesome. What video? The Fat Beats. I did my research. I crept, man. The video in Fat Beats? You were, like, doing an anniversary thing. It was, like, Fat Beats was oh, done, and you were talking. Oh, that was the closing. That was the last day of Fat Beats. Yeah. What did I play? You played Most Def. You were playing some Talib. You were playing some... 
Uh, what else were you playing? Maybe Cool G? I don't well, even know. I used to play the, the top sellers when I worked there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you played Eminem before he was famous. It was underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you played a ton shit, of good uh, shit. The Diamond D record. The, the, yeah, the, yeah. The record was big. Yeah, those records are serious. Yeah, those are, that's my favorite ever, man. Vinyl, that, that early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah. Oh, they were good. But, um... Yeah, obviously you're a DJ, you love music, but at the same time, you weren't a big partier. You said you didn't drink and you don't smoke and whatnot. You were a big, you were a backpack hip-hop nerd, that's like me. Uh, did that yeah. influence you to DJ as well, like seeing that you were on the party scene, but you didn't want to drink or smoke weed, so you kicked back and just like went on the turntables and did your thing? Yeah, I, I, just, I, don't, I just like music, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. partying is like, I, I don't really care about the partying. You get I paid. I like making people party. Yeah, and you get paid for and it. Like, yeah, I like to go to like, I mean, I go to parties. Like, I like some clubs sometimes, but I'm not, like, one of those guys that has to go all the time. But I don't know. I also never pay for clubs, so, like, mm. I might be spoiled, you know? Yeah. Like, when you pay, you feel, like, obligated to like it more. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I don't really, I'm not big yeah, in the clubs. Like, I never drank. I, was, I used to be, like, a control freak. Yeah. And I was really scared if I drank. Me too, uh, actually. Yeah, I get, like, uh, nervous yeah. if I get if I drink and stuff. Yeah. Um... Sometimes you gotta make sacrifices to get where you want to be. You had the opportunity to be Lil Kim's DJ, but you had your doubts. Yeah. Why was that? Uh, that's definitely. I was like super underground back then. I was like a, uh, a, a backpack. Yeah. They call a backpack DJ. Yeah. And like I was just like keeping hip hop real and like you know only playing that like the real shit and um. I got an opportunity to go in the room with Little Kim, and at first I hated it. Yeah. And I was going to the room with Little Kim, and then I worked at Fat Beats during the week, and they would make fun of me, say I was like champagne DJ and all this <laughs> stuff. But actually, it taught me a lot. It taught me how to like get into like the the mainstream world. Yeah. And if you did that now, like Lil Kim now is like street underground, like you know, all about the Benjamins. Wasn't that the number one anthem in the tunnel at one point? Yeah. Yeah. It was just that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, these people were just like, it was like back then, it was like super like knowledge and wisdom and keeping it real. And yeah, it's the same fight, I see. Same uh, argument about like this whole minor league and major league thing. Yeah. That's funny you said Versace. Migos on Twitter was saying he, no one put a song out about Versace ever. And I was thinking like, you copied half the rappers in the 90s. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's dumb. And uh, at the same time, you ever meet Big? He was, I've I watched that, no, I listened to one app where you were talking about Biggie with Bum B, and it's crazy, that weed story, how he was like so like suspicious and just in, just in case any snakes wanted to kill him. And he was so young but mature. It was so crazy that he was only in his 20s and he was so successful. Yeah, he was super, yeah, he was super young. Uh, we don't think about it like that, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, I met him twice. Uh, nothing major, though. Yeah. It was, a, it was uh, Almost in passing, mm. I met him at the Palladium, and then I met him at uh, somewhere else. I forget, but I wasn't. And then the thing about it was when I was with Little Kim, mm. um, we used to all live in the same house, and I would go there before we left for Stanford. I would meet them at the house, but Biggie was never there. He was always like, "That's when he was like staying in LA to record the second album and stuff." Was that when he was smashing Little Kim too? 
Was that when he was smashing little Kim too? When he was what? Smashing her. No. Sexual no, activity. No, she wasn't living there. Oh, okay. She was living at her mom's house, but everyone else was there, like little C's and everybody. Hmm. He was and young too. Yeah. So I'd be at his house. I'd be in Dicky's house all the time. His mom was there, but he was never there. He That's was crazy. Always out with it. Yeah. So, can you describe the atmosphere? I want to go back in the time machine and, like, witness this. I'd probably get jumped, though, and all my stuff taken. Sunday nights at the tunnel? Yeah. Can you, it's like, just, like, for the people listening, like, the hip-hop fans who didn't experience that and all the nerds Man, out there? That was, that was the illest ever. Now, you got to understand, they weren't playing a lot of hip-hop in clubs back then, like, yeah. not big clubs. Like, to hear hip-hop... This is even just like 98, 99, 2000. Like, we get, we're spoiled nowadays. Yeah. Hip-hop is on everywhere on Hot 97, even on G100 and KTU and all that stuff. Back then it was like, not as, it wasn't as spread out as it was. So like, to yeah. go here, all your favorite records, you'd have to go to like specific, either like little clubs or on the, the tunnel on uh, a Sunday night. Mm. And it was just like, but it was like, Grimy, grimy dudes, like project dudes, and oh, bro, like, was, Jim Jones with a shirt off. Yeah, all types of thousands, yeah. <laughs> it was fun though, man. Like the music was everything. Mm. People wanted to hear, like, and then we go crazy. It'd be like, it looked like a rock concert. Like, it'd be like a wave. Like people would push one way, and like hundreds of people would move that way, and then they'd push back, and then the wave would go the other way. It was crazy. That's crazy. So many rappers talk about it in their songs, like Ghostface and whatnot. But, yeah, uh, and then like, a lot of people perform there, like, people would kill them performing there. Mm. So, uh, working for Flex taught you how to break, He ta- like, I don't know if he taught you or you taught yourself, but how to break records and uh, the process and everything. What's the difference between today's age and in the 90s breaking records? Exclusive for you, you know? Yeah, and it would also like, it would also like, it's spread more, like word of mouth is a, is a more fun way for things to spread. Yeah. Like now everybody thinks it's on the internet and they listen to it on laptop speakers and say, like, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. Like, I like listening to music on like big speakers. Yeah, and that Piff, you know, Rap Radar, Elliot Wilson, now you guys were like everything combined back in the day, you and Flex and all the other DJs like Clue who did their thing. But you got drama yeah. now. DJ Drama's kind of putting on, but he's more of a host, and it's on the internet already, and he's hosting it. He's yeah. not really breaking it. But uh, yeah, and like they they record like artists record exclusive mixtapes, and then Drama hosts it. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, and he's he's breaking. He's playing the music and breaking, but it's not like it's not the same way where people would like make a song and hopefully we would like it. 
Yeah. And we would play, you know. Yeah. You you broke you uh, you didn't want credit for it, but you 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 have credit for it, obviously. Rick Ross hustling record, right? And that basically him as an artist for the East Coast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely broke that record. I was the first one to play it, and I used to play it over and over, like make a movie out of it. Now they limit the, the stuff like that we could do on the radio. What other so, songs did you break? Like uh, big big songs. Um. In the tunnel, I know I broke Quiet Storm off beat. Yeah, I heard, I heard that stuff. Uh, I broke Sean Paul, Give Me the Light. Yeah. Um, I was one of the first ones on um, Grinding Eclipse. Yeah. Did you see that being made? Um, and the other big ones. What's the other ones I remember? Like, a Horse and Carriage, Minx and Cameron. Oof. Yeah, that's what I broke. Yeah. And you're you're also a genius. Fifteen forty out of uh, sixteen hundred on the SATs. Oh no, I didn't know how to test. I didn't even know I didn't even have full the information out right on my SATs. I lost two hundred fifty for that. <laughs> but uh, you also you got offered a full ride to NYU. It's crazy. Like, uh, it's just crazy how you got offered a ride to NYU. Like people in hip hop, like they act not not that you're acting dumb or anything or uneducated, but a lot of times like. We come off as a like a group in hip hop. People don't think that we're as educated and smart as anyone else and whatnot. But it's so funny how like Miss Info is really smart. Didn't she go to Columbia? And you got in NYU. Is that what? We went to Columbia. Didn't, didn't Miss Info go to Columbia? Well, I don't know. I think she might have. She's really smart. Yeah, it's just yeah. funny, like all like. Ev- Miss Info, yeah, Miss Info's super smart. Everyone in the hip hop community is really, really talented and smart. And like a lot of people who look on the outside don't think that. They just think, oh, he's street. Oh, he's a DJ. He's stupid. Yeah. People try to prove how street they are. I'm like, I don't, I like, I like being smart, man. Yeah. I mean, don't get too I know how to speak to the streets, also, but yeah. I don't ever try to fake it, you know. I, I, I like being smart. I, I, I was a five percent when I was young. Like, it's all about knowledge. Like, yeah. Everything's about gaining knowledge. Yeah. I'm not smart or street, so I lost. <laughs> but um, well, you would, you were, you wanted to be an engineer, right, off the bat. Do you have any advice for any like upcoming rappers, DJs, or engineers? We got the engineer right now who's recording this is uh, actually an artist from my hometown. He's letting me use the studio right now. Do you have any, uh, um, more, you know, like any? I see that you're like active on Twitter, even though you don't go on a lot. Someone sends you links. You're like, I like this song. Who is this chick? I saw it recently. So I was wondering any advice you have for any artists or DJs um, or engineers. He's actually all three. He's pretty talented. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I can't. I can't just sit on Twitter all day. I, I can't live my life on the internet. I like living my life, like, for real, outside, looking it. Yeah. Um, but I, um, honestly, like, I think artists gotta go back to, um, to, like, a few things, like, not just throwing every song they make out. Mm-hmm. Like, they just make a song and throw it out on the internet or whatever. Yeah. I think they have to go back to the days of, like, letting it, like, living with a song for a while. Yeah. Like, holding it, playing it for people, getting feedback, taking feedback and criticism, not, yeah. uh, thinking it's like someone trying to hate on them or disrespect them. And, like, it's, I know it's hard, but, like, you're not, 
Like, there's only but so many rappers that are that dope. Yeah. And you have to be real with yourself if you're not that dope. Yeah. I'm not saying that you can't get to be that dope, but every, every rapper says they got the hottest song ever. Mm-hmm. And I listen to it, and it's not hot. And they just... I'm never gonna want to listen to another one of their songs again. Like, yeah, they just talk so much crap. Like, mm-hmm. just be real. Like, come on, man. If it doesn't sound good, be honest with yourself. And at least, like, live the life that you're talking about. You know, what I mean, don't act like you're something else. If don't don't act like if you're like from a middle class town, you know, living the life and all that. Don't act like you're in the hood and talk that street stuff either. At the same time. Yeah, be authentic real. with yourself. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, if you can find a way of, if you want to talk about it in like a third party perspective, I, I don't, I'm fine with that. Mm. But I don't see why everyone, I don't, I don't know why everyone has to be so hard and so street. It's not even, yeah. it's not worth it. How is working at Sirius? I actually have an interview next week there for uh, Shade 45. Oh, I, it was great. I, I ruled a bit. I did whatever I wanted. Mm. I mad money. Took vacation whenever I wanted. It's funny. It was so easy. <laughs> I'm up there with Sway in the morning. I'm up there with Sway in the morning. If I get it, first it's an internship. It's like a six-week internship. Then they they'll let me know on like what's next with that. I don't know if they'll get me a job or not. Yeah, like that's another thing I want to tell artists and people like I'm trying to make it like I did a lot of work for free. I got interned everywhere. I mean, I interned at almost every job I had. Yeah, yeah, me, same here. I'm not scared to like work for free. Get like people like, nah, I'm not doing that. So I'm not letting nobody disrespect me. Like, yeah. Like, it's so seriously. So, Sife, is it passion over profit? Like, if if you love it, would you you'd do it for free? But eventually, you gotta get paid. Yeah. But at first, it's a pa- absolutely. Yeah. And, like, I got like, I got food. I just waited in the car. Like, I did a lot of crap work. Man. Like, yeah. A lot. Like, it's not like I'm just like years. I'd, I'd like to be your assistant. Hip hop Mike is Rosenberg's. Uh, what about Mike Sweeney being Sife Sound's assistant? The Dream Team. Turn up, baby. I interviewed my hip hop Mike. I'm always looking for I'm always looking for help. Bobby Trends was my intern. Yo, I'll come I'll yeah. come right now to Hot 97 and bring food for you and I'll sit in that studio and I'll do whatever you say. I'll listen to everything you say. Yeah, I don't me. even I don't even sun interns like the way I got sun. If you want to work, we could definitely like figure out things to do. Like Drewski, you know what Drewski is? Yeah, yeah. I heard I I listen to the show all the time. I'm a, I'm a loser. I listen to all your podcasts. Uh, yeah, that's not a loser. Well, Rosenberg calls us fucking losers. On the older ones, when you listen, he says, uh, the hip-hop geeks and losers only listen to this, like like you guys. He calls you guys that, too, though. Yeah, and you're sitting down and listening to two jerks talk. It's kind of weird, but yeah. we respect it. No, it's funny, though. I definitely... It, it puts me to sleep. No, I listen to it at night before I go to bed, though, for, like, hours. But, yeah, hip-hop Mike yeah, is a good guy. I listen to... Oh, sorry, I'm not supposed to curse, right? Uh, uh, whatever. I listen to, um... I listen to like a lot of comedy podcasts and stuff. Mm. Who are you on right now? What about Bill Burr? You you interviewed him. Yeah, I like Bill Burr. I don't I don't I, I don't like his podcast. I mean, I like it, but it's just him ranting. I like the conversation. Mm. I listen to um, Pete Holmes. He made it weird. Are I you like, a, um, Are you on like underground comedy type thing? Like you don't you, like Kevin Hart and like Louis C.K. Are we talking like you you like underground guys? No, I like everybody. Louis oh, I mean, Louis and Kevin Hart are hilarious. All right. I'm watching Louis right now. That's funny. Yeah, I like I like I like people who are funny. I don't I don't I don't really like 
judge people by like underground status or known or not known like yeah well no because in, in hip-hop you were a big underground guy when you first started listening you know so i didn't know if that's your forte yeah it's different in comedy though like yeah like um if you uh if you make if you um like you might not be well known on your joke sometimes when jokes are like really like comedians are really smart Mm-hmm. They might not make it to the mainstream because like some people just want that simple comedy. Yeah. But yeah, I'm into I'm into oh, I'm into like the word play and like. Hello. Sorry. Hello. Yeah. Yo, Sorry, you hung up on me. Sorry, I dropped my phone. The battery fell out. Oh, that's all good. I thought I was really annoying, or I I don't know. I only have a couple more questions anyway. Okay. You're DJing tonight, right? Uh, no, I'm about to go do my comedy show. Oh, I, th- I didn't. Who's on it tonight? Tonight is um, Rock Wilder and um, YG. Oh, next week is YG and a whole bunch of other guys, right? No, this week, tonight is YG and Rock Wilder together. Oh. Uh, and then you're DJing after? Yeah, Long Island. How do you. How do you. Hold on, we'll get back in a minute. How do you do all that? Um. Like the whole day, you get up at five in the morning, and then yeah, I'm, I'm tired right now. Yeah, you should probably be sleeping. I'm sorry that I'm annoying you, but I, I you're like one of my idols, so I want to interview you. All right, yo, Corey, are we back on? All right, we're back on, Cy. Uh, how do okay. you, how do you and Peter Rosenberg even even become friends? Like, was it from helping him with his Saigon situation? Uh, I don't like to call them friends. Acquaintances? He's not your best friend? No, 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 no. Really? Nor am I his. Oh, wow. So, how did you uh, become affiliated with Peter Rosenberg and have the best show in New York City? Uh, I mean, that's the honesty that the conflict causes great chemistry, like, and then, like, all the partners you see. And any type of field, you know, they're like the, the best ones are like very different. Mm. Hey, you said you had, uh, you said you let, I don't know, I don't want to word this wrong, but I'm not quoting it exactly. You said that you let him become number one and you sat back and did your thing. Yeah, I don't, the show. I don't really have an ego. Yeah, I, I don't really know. fight. I don't really fight for like yeah. time or stage time or like, I like to do what I do. If people like to come watch it, great. If they don't, cool. I don't like get stressed out. Yeah. And like, I'm not. I don't like always trying to go for it. Like, I'm more laid back. I like to just. I mean, I work hard. Yeah, I know. But I don't like. I'm, I'm not always trying to like get over. I just like to let things go. Like things are gonna happen, and like everything I've gotten. This is the way I, my, my work style. What's uh, your keys to success? Like, your men, your, the, something that you live by? What's what? Your keys to success, like something that you live by throughout the years. Uh, just, I, I, like, I, I work hard. It's not about the. I might try to, like, be famous and get, like, the glory. Like, I enjoy what I do. Yeah. I'm, like, working with music. I like telling jokes like mm. I did last I did a show a comedy show last night there was like 12 people there yeah I gotta come you know, check like, one out it is, it is what it is and sometimes I do a show and there's like a thousand people you know it's like, yeah 
And I'm forwarding the email that uh, Jamal sent me, and I'm gonna send it to the people, the student government, and like everyone at Monmouth, and try to get something for you. Yeah, I'll help you out at Rutgers too. I think Rutgers and uh, Keene would help be great too. And I live around yeah. that area. Um, is it hard maintaining close relationships in this business? I saw that obviously the Cali interview we talked about, and I know your old co-host is on the rival station. Is that like awkward, or is it like you see her in the club, you're like, yo, what's up? Uh, yeah. I've seen it once in a while. Not, I don't really see it in the same type of clubs, but... Yeah. Nah, it's, it's, it's all cool. I don't, I don't have a problem with anybody. Mm. No, one, no one really has a problem with me. You um, mm. That's the thing about me. Like, I keep it... I, I'm very honest with people. Yeah. So and you, if they don't... If they... It's like... I'm, I communicate well. That's the key. Yeah. I, uh, I talk to people on and off. I, I, like, my interviews last week, I interviewed uh, Ice and then Hip Hop, you know, Mac Wilds, a lot of people recently, but uh, everyone, I ask about Hot 97 and Power, and it's like, the main excuse is that you guys are at different places because New York City's so big that you guys are never in the same place, but it doesn't make sense to me. Like, say if you walked into the club, you see, like, the Breakfast Club there, Angela there, Charlemagne, uh, Envy, do you say, like, yo, what's up, and just keep it moving because you're a real dude, or do you just, like, fuck it, like, whatever, leave me, like, just keep yeah, walking? Yeah, I, I know. Angela's one of my closest friends. Envy, we worked together for years. I don't know Charlemagne. Yeah. But... I don't, I don't have no problems, and they're just working a job. Like, we're working, we're just like on opposite sports teams, you know? It's like the Red Sox and the Yankees. I don't have no beef or anything. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, no, they didn't take any money from me or do anything to my family, like. Yeah. I don't have beef with anybody. No resentment. They're just on another, they're just on another team, like, we play, we play ball, you know? Yeah. Like, well, like, for rating-wise, you know how it is, like, the Flex thing, Mr. C, they all got involved, and it's like hip-hop. Is about rivalry and hip hop and competition with Kendrick doing the control verse and whatnot. It's almost like the radio does that too, though. Yeah, you know? I, don't, I, don't, I know you stay out of it. That's why I like you. You're the calm guy in the back. Yeah, I'm not with any of that. That yeah. bores me. Yeah. That control verse is like. I mean, I hype it up on the radio just for like excitement, and I know people are talking about it, but I don't, I don't care at all. You can diss me, call me names, make fun of me on the internet. I don't care. Yeah, that's funny. That's cool. Hey, you know ego because a lot of people have egos, and I don't have an ego because I know I'm not shit. I'm just trying to become something and just like do something I love. I don't want to work a day in my life. Like I want to work, but like yeah. I want to do something I love, you know? Yeah, I really don't. I, I don't, I struggle. Like I ask Logan all the time. Like I really try to sit and talk to him and understand why he gets so affected by people talking about him, like, writing comics. Like you're reading, I would never, ever take a second of my day to read a comment on YouTube. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I, he does I get heated. And, and read does, he, does he get it that when he says something negative about like the other station like he made fun of powerhouse he's just promoting that though like if you don't say anything you're not promoting it nah, I don't think he gets it. He, uh, you know what I'm saying though like sometimes he says some stupid shit and like he's just promoting that negative energy and it's giving them publicity you're like Buddha you know, he, like, you're like Buddha <laughs> um, I like how you and Roosevelt, let's talk, uh, keep it real, and like with the whole therapy talk, you both opened up to the fact that you go to therapy. I think it's authentic, and the audience gets to hear that. Also, cool that like you both, like being my idols, 
go to therapy because I got ADD and anxiety and I, I don't take any drugs or anything like that. I do all natural approaches and technique, exercise, deep breathing, you know, no negativity in my life. I try not to. And uh, that was, I was, I was thinking about that during the Gambino interview um, when you asked, when he asked you about like feeling empty and I liked your response, you know, am I being me? Am I doing what I love and whatnot? Like, it's cool how you keep it so real about the therapy thing. Like, you love talking I, uh, about therapy. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people get into trouble when they don't, when they start not being centered with who they are. Like, mm. they, might not, they might not dress a certain way, but they start doing it because they think it's going to get them something more. And I feel, I feel bad. Like, yeah. I, I really, like, think the key is to, like, be yourself. Yeah. Like, a lot of people, like, get caught up in all this hype and then... They turn around and they're lost. Yeah. And, yeah, you stay rocking those 90, 90s Nikes. I got them on now. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I just got into Jordans like two months ago. That's funny. Yeah, I don't, you, you won't see me rocking those Yeezys or anything like that or whatever those shoes are. You won't rock them? No, Kanye's shoes, no. Why? Because they're the in thing, as you said, though. I'm not like that. I kind of just want to spend... I, know, I mean, I don't... I mean... I don't, I like them. I don't, I'm not going to chase after them. Yeah. But if I had them, I would wear them. Yeah. I like Jordans and one. I like, like, retro stuff. I wish I was, like, born, I got it, right now I got a straight out of Compton shirt on. I'm white. I'm goofy. I'm an idiot. And I got on a flannel and a straight out of Compton shirt and a vintage Raider hat. I wish I was in, you know, I like West Coast stuff, too. I know you like West Coast music. Oh, yeah, I, you throw on the classics once in a while. I get happy when you throw them on on Hot 97. Ebro, Ebro probably yells at you. I, 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 I get to, but yeah. The, out, the Outcast and uh, Kanye mix I did the other day, that was like, eh. Out West. Week before I did the 93 mix. Yeah, yeah, you were hyped for that. Yeah, I love that. Uh, um, what's your favorite albums during the West and favorite, uh, favorite artists? Uh, West Coast? Yeah. Did you like Doggy I mean, Style? Snoop and the Chronic is their classic, but I don't even mention them. They're just yeah. embedded in hip hop history forever. Yeah. Um, but that Dog Town album, the first one called Dog Food, is like my, one of my favorite albums of all time. Mm. Yeah. I like. Uh, I like. It's funny. I was listening to. Like it's, I, mean, it shouldn't, I was listening to NWA at a young age and licensed the L Beastie Boy. That's what got me on the hip hop. I took him from my brother's room. I stole him. Yeah. But um. <laughs> Yeah, other than that, what about what about East Coast? Mob Deep? Yeah, yeah, I like, I like all that stuff. I like everything. I like Mob Deep, Tribe, they like Soul. I want to ask, uh, what was your favorite interview of all time that you did? No, you know what it is? I don't, I don't hold anything precious. Like, I really don't remember the things I do. Because I think a lot of people do something for, like, their legacy. Mm-hmm. And they monitor it. I just literally do whatever it is I have to do that day. Like, Jay-Z on one F was crazy. Um, Him, when he came in, uh, that was funny when he came in, too, and you guys dressed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a funny one, but that's the one that, the, when we did the one F interview was a different time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anytime I get to talk to Jay, um, you know, one of my favorites, like Patrice O'Neal, he passed away, like he's one of my favorites, but like, yeah. I literally don't, I don't know, but people say like, what's your top five interviews or your top five moments or your top five sales, like, I really don't remember, I just literally every, like if I sit
Mm. I've tried before. It's crazy. It's insane the amount of stuff I've done. You've, yeah, you have done a lot. It's funny, at the same time you did a lot, but you still stay so low-key. Like, if I'm, I'm a creep, so not like sexually, but like I creep like people and I want to do my research on you and stuff. It was hard to do research on you. You were definitely the hardest because I guess it's the way... Wow. I don't know why. You, there's a lot of stuff and whatnot, but like everyone, it's a lot easier to like research someone else. You, I had to listen to all the one apps and uh, the older ones and listen to like the fat beat stuff and had to go way back. And it was like, it was a lot of work yeah, and it was cool. I like doing what I like, but I also like being regular. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to walk around at anywhere, anytime. Can you do that? Yeah. I mean, uh, if I saw you out in public, I would like I would know. So it's like the hip-hop heads would know. Yeah, like, you know, when I was on MTV, like, I don't care. I go anywhere. I, I keep it real. Like, yeah. somebody wants to, I talk to everybody. I'm honest with everybody. I don't front like I'm some star. I never want to ride in a limo. I don't want to be a VIP. I don't do any of that. Mm. Um, before we go, uh, when you first saw Drake's mixtape, or was it, I don't know if it was album cover mixtape, you thought it was whack because he was like wearing, I don't know, he's wearing something weird. And then you, over uh, time, you... What? What? What did you think when I started what? Uh, Drake's mixtape. You didn't like Drake at first, right? I can't hear you. Uh, you didn't like Drake at first, right? Oh, Drake? Oh, no, it's not that I didn't like him. I was just, I was just having a hard time with music at the time. Okay. I just wanted to But yeah, his cover, yeah, yeah, with the, just wanted to listen to like some, like some old reggae music or something like. I didn't want to deal with any artists. What is? Was it hard to work and do that at the same time when you had the breakdown? Um, no, it wasn't hard because like I know what to play. Yeah. But like dealing with dealing with artists, I didn't want to do. Like, you, you play music is always easy. Yeah, you love saying turn up. It's funny. You definitely don't always like playing the music that you play in Hot 97, but in some way you still get entertained by what you play when you oh, turn up. Turn up. Me saying turn up is the, the biggest joke on the slang. Like, people who really know me know that, like, I'm just making a mockery of that, of that terminology. I was thinking that. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like a, a huge inside, like a, like a two-year-long joke. It is pretty funny. Like, that's how committed I am to the joke. Yeah. And you, you say it excessively, and it, it's obvious, like, if you're, you know, a listener would understand, but it's so funny. I know, yeah, like, I just, like, because people, regular people listening, they're like, yeah, turn up, turn up, but, like, if you really know me, they're like, he's not turned up, I don't do turn up. <laughs> so, uh, I should probably let you go. I could probably talk to you all night, but you, I don't want you to hang up again. No, no, you got to go, But, uh, you got, you got something where you got to be soon, right? Yeah. All right. I, my last question. I, my it's a last comment. I love what you do, and I admire what you do for uh, hip hop radio. And I love the low key approach and the sense of humor you display on radio, and uh, the humble attitude and everything. It compliments everything. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm definitely gonna try to reach out to you soon. I'm gonna put this on Twitter. I'm gonna tag you in it. I'm gonna tag you on Instagram. I'm gonna tag the fuck out of it. I'm gonna uh, tweet you on Twitter something goofy and tag you in it. And I'm gonna put my picture, your picture, and the studio. That's what I do on the shows. If you saw, I don't know if you saw Daytona. 
and then uh, I'm gonna put up my blog. I got a blog, and then I'm gonna for you. I'm gonna email the email Jamal sent. I'm gonna send it to Mommy University, all yeah. the people. Try to get you. No problem. Definitely, like if you wanna work, man, just tell Jamal. Like you can definitely do some stuff. There's room for everybody. I wanna work. My my dream would be uh, working um, serious in the morning and then coming to Cypher Sounds at uh, Hot 97 and working. Just walking in. Remember my name six years from now. Number one disc jockey in New York, but I don't have an ego. I'm an idiot. What? Sweeney the idiot. Mike Sweeney. Mike Sweeney the idiot. Got it. Mike Sweeney, Keep It Basement, Rarit, New Jersey, the idiot. And I'm gonna send you a link of the uh, the my friend who's an artist. I want to hear what you think about it. Like I'm gonna put it on the SoundCloud link of our interview, and then I'm below. I'm gonna put that one. Hopefully you have the time to All listen. Right, no I'll, I'll let you go. Turn up. All right, turn up. All right see you, Saif. <laughs>